Um, good day, Jojos, and every other curious guy who thinks we're talking about something really relevant. Um, today's an amazing day as we're holding a special podcast here in Otaku Champlu for the 801 BL Manga Movable Feast. So, I'm the host of this MMF, Kristen, and um, with me are really two awesome guests. And I'm, I think ever since we started this conversation, I can't stop myself from giggling because really this is just... Um, an, an amazing, uh, an amazing show. Um, so we have really two awesome guests, and I can't introduce them by awesomeness. But in order of no preference, we'll do this alphabetically. Um, our first <laughs> guest is a Fujoja extraordinaire. She's a translator for a couple of BL manga titles. Um, she's also currently studying her PhD on transformative works in BL literature. Yes, yes, Fujojo, you can study on your BL until, I don't know, until you're old. But any, <laughs> but regardless, we have um, Anne from Chick Pixel. So, hello, Anne. Hello. Hi, yes, thanks thank for having me. Thank you for sharing us your expertise. And up next, we have another Fujojo legend. Um <laughs> <laughs> what has she done? Well, she's translated, you know, just a couple of, what, Eisner-nominated manga and some BL works here and there. I, pref- I personally prefer the BL works. Um, she's also, what, um, interviewed SM for her blog and translated for also when she was in Canada for the Toronto Comic Arts Forum. Yeah, she's really, yeah, in terms of Fujoshi Dom, she's really done nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. But, you know, we have Jocelyn Allen here with us for this podcast as well. So, hi, guys. Hello. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thank you. And, oh, yeah. Yes, go on. <laughs> no, sorry. I was like, this should be super fun. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I don't know if, like, the whole Eisner award-winning thing puts a lot of pressure on me or something, but I'll try and live up to the legend. No, don't worry. We all we only just care about the porn for this show. <laughs> I've done a lot of porn, so I can handle yes, that. Yes, yes, we can we can work with that. So, um, my first question with you guys is, how did you get into BL? I mean, we're all for we're all from different parts of the world. I'm from the Philippines, and you're from the U.S. and you're from Canada. So how did you guys get into BL? Um, do you want to go first, Anne, or do you want me to take it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I actually was one of those. This is like, because I lived in Japan for a really mm-hmm. long time. And I would always go into the bookstore. And, you know, you see the wall <laughs> in the bookstore of, like, the BL covers. You know, that corner. Like, it used to be the corner in the back. But now it's, like, right at the front of the yeah. store. But when I was living in Japan, when I was first there, there was, like, in the back of the bookstore, and there was this wall of covers with all these, like, bishonen and, like, beautiful dudes, like, looking all anguished or, you know, these poses holding each other. And I, I was I was afraid of it, to be honest. I was like, people stare at me enough for being, like, a white woman and just generally, like, oh, my God, foreigner. I don't want people to stare at me for being a foreign pervert. <laughs> <laughs> So I honestly, I was like, don't go near that corner. And then I just started um, reading doujinshi, actually, because I used to do a lot of, like, uh, hustling for foreigners while I was living uh-huh. in Japan. So people would, I would sell stuff on eBay, and people would email me and say, hey, can you pick this up for me? And a lot of people wanted doujinshi, so I would get it. But, of course, I would read it before I sent it because I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some of it was BL and I just started getting like this is really awesome and then I kind of stepped up through doujinshi which you can do in secret and you don't have to face that scary wall of books at the bookstore and then I just was like you know what fuck it people are going to stare at me no matter what so I'm going to the wall of porn <laughs> how about you how you started uh, well 
kind of similar with the doujinshi aspect anyway. Uh, I started uh, my entry into uh, Japanese kind of uh, anime and manga was through Sailor Moon <laughs> when I was very young. And um, I I loved Sailor Moon. I really loved it. And I loved a lot of the male characters. And anyone who knows Sailor Moon knows the um, the four generals from the Dark Kingdom, oh, yes. I think. And, um there's a lot of yaoi doujinshi of them and uh, some of the other male characters, of course. But so I mainly I was interested in just reading more about the world of Sailor Moon. I didn't go out of my way thinking, you know, oh, I would I love to see what it'd be like if these two guys were together. But just sort of a natural progression of my love for Sailor Moon was that I wanted to read more about all the characters yeah. and you know, their relationships and so this stuff just kept popping up and I was like wow like this is this is pretty cool I like this <laughs> so, and then I turned into one of them and started doing the same thing and saying you know oh this guy would be great with that guy oh <laughs> yeah so that was yeah wow I, I I was calculating and that was about um 11 years ago was when I first started reading oh. Yaoi Doshi. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I pretty yeah. much started almost, well, similar to Anne, where um I got hooked into a fandom. At that time, it was Yu Yu Hakusho, Ghost Fighter here, uh, or Ghost something. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho. And, um, well, it was a fun shonen series, and then I got into fanfics, reading fanfics and so on, and then, um, and then at that time I was in high school and I was riding a school bus. And, you know, uh, what we would do is we would use the, um, school printers. Um, they all think we're printing like legit reports and stuff, but one of us or some of us would, you know, print our, you know, our favorite fanfics and put it in a folder. And then that's what we read on our bus home. And then we talk about it and find oh, nice. her about it. And then there's this one enterprising girl. I don't know. She, she must be brilliant or something. And she had a special red folder. And she just went like, guys, you have to read this. This is awesome. And I'm like, really? What's it about? It's got Kurama and Hiei in it. And it's, it's you got to read it. And I remember the 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 fic being entitled KY and from then on I've learned a lot of things like apparently KY is a lubricant in the US <laughs> and apparently you can do a lot of things with KY and it's important that people use KY <laughs> and that, that pretty much started things for me and the next thing you know I was like you guys studying started reading um Dojinshi, uh, and, uh, I started with that, with the Yu Yu Hakusho Dojinshi, and then I got into Rurouni Kenshin, and then I was like, oh man, undress them all. And then, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that's the true part of a Fujoshi <laughs> right there. <laughs> and then, and then, it was a friend who introduced me, um, in the Philippines, we didn't have much BL, but, what happened where there were a lot of exchange students who would come from Japan. And so we, we ended up going around the same comic reading manga circles and we'd meet at, at, at some coffee shop in the afternoon and they would bring home their goods. And, and then one of them was the, one of them, they brought Love Mode by Yushimizu. That's the first BL manga I've read. And I didn't understand squat about Love Mode, but there's this scene, I think, in, one volume, volume, I don't know, but uh, the the main guy, Reiji, has his lover on his lap, and his lover tells him, I can die right now. Wow, that is like so forward and so amazing. It's like, <gasps> and that started my BL manga reading life, which is, I don't know, it went crazy from there. <laughs> so and now you live the rich life. Yeah. Now now I'm living the good life. <laughs> so I mean for you girls, you know, you've read a lot of BL for work, for studies and so on. What do you think are the elements of a good yaoi? What what makes a good yaoi for you? Dang, that's a tough question. And why don't you answer that? Oh <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's the root part. Huh. Well, maybe I'll start with what 
made me interested in BL was that it it felt like it could explore different aspects of relationships that either couldn't or wouldn't be explored in heterosexual relationships in manga anyway. And I was reading a lot of shoujo manga, so I can't really speak to shonen, but I kind of, my impression is that it's very similar is that they, you know, the, you're getting a lot of stories that are, well, now I'm going to start sounding like a scholar, but <laughs> you get a lot of stories that are deeply entrenched in sort of uh, patriarchal male-dominated societies. So the female characters are often very submissive and meek. And I'm not saying that all heterosexual love stories are like this, but that there were all of these new avenues that I was seeing explored in Boys Love at the time when I first started reading it that I didn't see in in shoujo manga. Um you know, no, the, fact, the fact that, that, that the, the male characters are on this kind of equal level, maybe, you know, at least gender wise, maybe not in society, but based on their, one of them's a student and one's a teacher or something like that. That's a whole different thing. But just that idea that, you know, like this, this kind of love was like, you could, well, in Japan, they often call it pure love because it's, you know, not encumbered by all of these, you know, other things. It kind of is a unique place where they can really experiment with different ideas, that, which is what I think is good about it. So, thus, I guess a good BL is experiment, is always experimenting with uh, gender and sexuality. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree 100% with everything yeah, you just said. Word. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true though, right? Like when you have a girl and a guy and you have that premise like in shoujo, okay, they're going to have a romantic relationship. You come with expectations. It's like, okay, well, a relationship with a girl, between a girl and a guy go a certain way. You know, like we, we know that, um, just, just like all around us, it's like, well, okay, the guy's going to take the lead and the girl's going to be like falling back and maybe they'll like, date for a while, move in together, get married. You know, like, there's a progression that we just see around us all the time where when you get to BL, you're just like, that. all that's gone. And you just have these two people and how these two people relate to each other. And that's the thing that totally attracts me to BL. Like, I love the character dynamics. I love the relationships between these two people without all that baggage. Obviously, there's other baggage, like you said, and, like, you know, where you are in society and stuff like that. But... In terms of just two people, you know, relating to each other, you just, it's, it's kind of like a, a blank slate and they can push outward in any different kind of new way that you don't get to see in a lot of other, most yeah. other manga yeah. <laughs> or other art in general, really, like. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. It's one of those moments where, um, I, I completely agree with you guys, girls. Um, it's amazing when you see BL Defy. Loss of society, loss of culture, loss of gender, loss of sex- sexuality. Although, I mean, it can only go as far in terms of loss of se- sexuality because it's only one hole for them. But, you know, um, <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. Creative people will contest to that. Okay. I'm quite sure there will be girls like, no, Kirsten, there's more. Um, but. Into fetish territory, though. Yeah, that's already here. That's already there. But, but I mean, it's it's amazing, you know. Um, I love that challenge, that bravery, that courage, and that comes with BL. I mean, it's it's everywhere in various forms. It's just that BL makes it sexier because it has two men in it. You know? Exactly. And <laughs> twice the abs, you know. Like, I know, right? I mean, I, I'm starting to sound quite shallow, and <laughs> what you know, I mean. Well, I don't mind. I mean, for example, in Sailor Moon, yeah, sure. I mean, the, the girls are pretty and so on. Also in other shoujo manga, the girls are amazing. But, man, it makes a difference when, you know, you, you've got, what, this this freeloader who suddenly falls in love with his manager. And this freeloader is like... He's got all of these abs because, you know, he's been working hard in the company and is sweating like, like, whoa, this manager is this prim and polished guy. And it, it just builds up the fantasy for me. And for me, if I can dream, I might as well dream with two men in it. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's an amazing thing. Um, one of the interesting things also I noticed about BL is that there are things that, you know, I used to think that BL was strictly a Japanese thing. I started reading BL in Japanese. And as translators, how do you manage to, for example, try to bridge um, cultural gap? You know. Uh, oh, that's the hardest question ever. Like, how do you, how do you, let, let's go step all for like, um, how do you explain things like seniority when you're translating yeah. works like how do you look at the nuances i mean because the, the the joy of bl is in the nuances right i mean yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah totally. so how do you manage to translate that and then later on if you can also answer how do you manage to even translate the various sounds <laughs> in amazing oh dang can i answer the sounds sure, first sure. <laughs> The thing is, the sounds are like. Do you guys have a reason code? Why I have Do you to... have like this cheat list that when you see things like chupapo or chupapa, you know, you already know. Oh, this is like slurp. Yeah, I, I have a glossary. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> I have. It depends on like, cause I yeah, I have glossaries for all my sound effects, but I have a special like sex sounds file that's just like full of slurps and skirks and like you know kiss or mm or mf or ng and like all these sounds because <laughs> once you figure out the spelling you don't want to have to figure that out again this is why I need to work alone in my office because if someone heard me I'm having like tiny porn sessions up here where I'm sitting here going mm, is that N-G-H? how would I spell that? I'm making all these, like I make the sounds as I translate. So I probably sound insane to anyone walking by my apartment. They're just like, what is that person doing making all those porny noises? <laughs> so yeah, once I figure out how to spell it, I don't want to go through that again. So I just write it in my file. Do you, do you, Anne, do you have a file or do you just do it on the No, I don't. And that's a really good idea. I mean, I've done some translation, but only a handful. So I've probably done, you know, between five and ten. And so it's not like a full-time gig for me. So, yeah, that's always the hardest bit is sound effects. And I keep thinking, like, you know, oh, maybe I'm not spelling this the way that's kind of the accepted way, you know? Like, I can make a really weird sound effect, and people will read it, and it will totally take them out of the moment. It never takes us out of the moment. Never does, but yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll start doing that. (laughs) I recommended it. It's been, it saved my butt more than once, because I do, like, I mean, my job is, that's my full-time job, is translating, and not all of the translation, the manga translation I do is BL, but until recently, I would say three-quarters of the manga that I translated were BL, so I had a lot of like, okay, I've done so many of these and you don't, I mean, it's, it's like the manga publishing industry is always really tight deadlines. Everything's very like mm. skin of your teeth a lot of times. And so I don't have time to sit and think about it for a week. Like, what is the sound that he makes when he takes his tie off and wraps it around the other guy's neck? Like, I need, I need a, a fi- I need a go-to for that. <laughs> like, I just got to get it and put it in there. So there's sort of the speed element, too, which you always have to be, like, balancing, like, okay, how much time do I spend on this before I'm going to be late with my deadline? The amazing thing is, you know, I mean, it's it's lovely hearing how you guys really think about, you know, the sounds and so on, how it will build up the moment and so on. And um, I've also seen um, accounts of authors, you know, and, and I have friends who write dojins who tell me that they really do research on what sounds like when when they slip it in what's a sound like you know something like that and then like like right now i'm reading um i have kumota haruku's shinjuku lucky hole and there's this oh yeah and there's this part where in um a guy is masturbating with an on a hole i can't believe i'm saying this in a podcast (laughs) 
on a hole and he's making um his sound is like munyo nupo nupo and then of course he like i'm like how the hell did you even think about the sounds did they watch someone did they experiment does it come with experimentation does it you know i mean it's amazing the effort and, and then he really hear that you know they make a good effort in 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 making these sounds and setting things right and there's this one time I read an editor who complained that this artist was not making enough sound effects. Oh. So she had to add like she had to add sound effects to make it more, you know, I suppose horny. Right. Yeah. Make it, yeah. That's really I always wondered if editors like what they think about the sound effects and stuff like that because it seems I mean some artists are just like sound effects everywhere. But you yeah. find that the pornier it is the more sound effects there are. There seems to be some kind of correlation between how triple X a scene is and how many sound effects are littering a page. Yeah. Like you have the sound effects of their of their voices panting and then at the same time you hear you have like the rustling of the sheets yeah. and then and it's so on. And so together, forth. you know, like taking someone's nipple and like flicking it. There's all these like little noises. <laughs> So that was really specific, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but I totally understand. It's one of my favorite sounds. In Japanese, you could call it chupo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I never, yeah. that's one that I can never get quite to my satisfaction in English. Because you can't say it in English, right? I mean, right. It doesn't work in English. It's not, yeah, I usually... I, I always am working on a new sound for that one. I think that's why it came out in my examples, because it's always in the back of my mind. I need that nipple noise. Because <laughs> there's this, like, you, you can do... Usually people would put the lick, right? Yeah. With the lick voice, but with chpo, it's actually, it also involves a bit of sucking. Yeah, it's the suck and then the pop, right? Yeah. You, you <laughs> and, it, and, and it's it hard hurts. to, like, how do you say that in English? It's like, you can't say it's a slurp. No, 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 no. It has to be something with a, like a, or something, like with a K in it maybe, or I don't know. I, I, I try different variations with like every comic I do and I'm never satisfied. (laughs) So what are some of your favorite, um, titles that you've read or worked on? Like what was totally enjoyable to work on as a title? Um, I think I just posted about this yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, you did, you did. Yeah, so I'm still going to go with the top of that list mm. and say Tableau Number 20 by SM because that was just such a delight to do. It was amazing. She's such a great artist, and she has just... It's such, it's such a great, like, when you have a really good story that you get drawn into while you're translating it, that's the best job ever. Like, suddenly you're like, I'm getting paid to read this book that I really love <laughs> <laughs> and try and make it into English so other people can love it as much as I do. So, yeah, Tableau number 20 is, like, top of my list for my favorite things that I've translated. Um, ha- um, I'm really doing Blue Morning right now, and I'm really liking that, too. It's really engrossing. How about you, Anne? Ah, uh, well, as I said, I haven't done that many, but of uh, the works that I did for Digital Manga Guild, I probably enjoyed the two-volume uh, Tweeting Lovebirds <gasps> the most. Oh, I love that title! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very cute and sweet, and, you know, I like a lot of kind of more serious uh, shall we say realistic, I don't know, kind of gritty, I don't know, but, um, yeah, the comedy in that was just so cute, and it was, they, they had this bird scene going on, so all the characters had sort of bird-related names, yeah. and they would, you know, have little kind of, yeah, bird puns, and <laughs> it was about baseball, too, which is something that I don't even, I don't like baseball at all, but yes, it was very adorable, so... Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> that, was, that was cute. I've read, um, I read the Japanese and even the English translation. I didn't know you worked on that. So, oh, really? <laughs> so it's like, I, I generally, yeah. I, I call me a bad girl, but I, I'm the last one who would check, um, translators. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm reading the porn and then it's like, oh, I have this sense of satisfaction after this. Only until, like, recently when I realized some of my friends are working in DMG and some of, People I know, like, 
contributed to J manga and so on. And like, oh yeah, you know that's it's really good. And like the, the way that it translates stuff. Um, and I always find it fascinating how I know some of like for example I'm familiar with Joseph's work. Like for your heavier manga, you tend to put notes and so on. Ah, yeah, like yeah. um. But for example, for BL, do you feel the need to explain to girls some nuances? You know, I want to, but on the other hand, I don't want to at the same time. Like with something like, like with you know, like the more you know, as you put it, heavier works that I've done, it, people are reading those to get a sense of that like era mm. or um, that particular time in Japan. So those notes are really important to like frame it for the reader because. You know, like with with like onward towards our noble deaths, Japanese readers have all that information about because they grew up like learning about the army and the war in school, but we as native English speakers don't. And so, you know, the reader is in English is missing a lot of depth if I don't put those notes in. You know, there there's all this cultural noise that they just don't get. And when you read a work like Onwards, you that's what you're going for. You want that depth. You want to really get into that culture. But with BL, most of the time, it's like when I, I SM actually talked about this, where she did that um, bullfighting story for BL like ages ago, and like what was it? Red blinds the ah, uh, red blinds the yeah. And so she did that, and it's a bullfighting story. But now she's doing Golandrina, which is again a bullfighting story, but. She's finding like it's totally different because in BL you just have to set that world and then let it go, and you don't have to like explain the rules of bullfighting or why someone would wear that costume or do the things because you just go he's a bullfighter, and you make it enough so that you can touch that world. But really, the story is about these two men. So oh. I feel like that when I do BL translation, like. I don't really feel the need for notes most of the time because it's not about that. It's about this relationship, and this is just the background. That's a, that's the thing with BL. Um, BL has this. It has no qualms to be intelligent, sort of. It's it's a genre. It, it's, it's genre. It's, it's, it's a genre. The genre fiction. It's it's people's fantasies. Um, it has its moments of brilliance, like you know. I mean, we were talking about earlier about the realism that can be seen. In some BL manga, you know, I mean, right. as they tackle relationships, but at the end of the day, there is that, no, it's not really, we're not really thinking about the world because it's you and me against the world here, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and um, of that lot, you know, you've mentioned SM. Who else, um, do you guys have favorite authors that um, you can recommend to our listeners? Oh. Things people that they should watch out for. Like, if this publisher releases a title, you guys have to get it. Regardless. Let your eyes bleed if you miss it or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Anne, what do you think? What's, who are you? Who are your, oh, Anne, <laughs> who are your favorites? You're doing this whole transformative BL work, so maybe oh. you can... Touch well, my, my favorites also happen to be authors I'm using my thesis. See, I, I, I <laughs> worked this to my advantage. So, yeah, well, STEM is one of them. Um, and I'm a big fan of Basso as mm-hmm. well. Who has any of Basso's BO works been translated? I don't think so. Not as far as I know. Yeah, which is a shame, but, um. She doesn't want to promote her BL side overseas though. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she's I mean when when she was here for the the festival, she, there were there were a lot of rules about like no pictures and stuff like that because she doesn't want that kind of notoriety. Like people know that she's Basso, but pe- she doesn't want to like add to that. So hmm. it's technically an open secret, but it's still a secret. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I think that might be part of it. Like I think she won't let the licensing. I don't know. I hope someone yeah. if someone has some information on that, they should contact me because I'd be interested. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, well, yeah, I really like her works. Um, particularly, yeah, like Kumato and Teddy, and yeah, she does a lot of really good short pieces. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. Which uh, I'm kind of as I, I mean, when I first started reading BL, I was very into kind of these big epic stories that went on for a few volumes, and you really got attached to the characters. But now, um, 
as Kristen mentioned, I'm more interested in kind of transformative BL, whatever that is, but kind of BL that doesn't really uh, fit with my, what my idea of BL was for a long time. So I quite like very short, abstract stories that you maybe know, don't necessarily know a whole lot about the characters. But yeah, so I think she's quite good at that. Um I also really like uh, Yoshinaga Fumi, <laughs> um, who I've written a couple essays about already. And, yeah, she needs to have more stuff translated as well, I think. <laughs> but, I agree. She only yeah. has, I think, she has, I think most of her works are translated. The, the only one uh, left is Kino Nani Tabeta. In, yeah, Kino Nani Tabeta is yeah, not, it's in, not English. in English. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite. It's not exactly a BL title. Um, I like how it straddles that, like, it's not quite BL, but it's not quite just regular, you know, manga of any kind. Like, it's... Right. It's, it's, it's really more of a food manga. That I would have to agree. Yeah. Um, it's really a food manga more than it is a BL manga. But I actually, um, I like it as BL, like, as showing um, the different directions that BL can take, because yeah. I mean, it's really not super sexual at all. It's just these guys who are in love trying to like make it work and they're not he's you know one's uptight and one's not out and the other one is and there's all this stuff and like I like that it's more of that kind of realistic hey we're gay and I think people who hate BL because it like because there's that perception that it you know takes gay life and just trivializes it I think that's a BL that bridges that gap you know and says hey no here's one that we can all like Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. There's this one chapter there that I particularly like where um, the lawyer uh, goes to a supermarket and buys a watermelon. But since he's a cheapskate, he couldn't buy the entire watermelon. So he decided to half it with a woman. I love that part. (laughs) And then the the woman is like, okay, sure, that's great. And let's split the watermelon. And they go home to the woman's house. And then finally the woman realizes, oh, wait. I brought in a stranger to your to yeah. that house. And then, and then he's like, oh, don't worry, I won't do anything with you because I'm gay. And she's like, oh, and like the entire world, just like her, her worries over him just disappeared. And then for every person that comes to her house, she's like, oh, don't worry about him, he's gay. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, that's, that's true. I definitely agree with what you said about... um it, uh, Kino Nanita Bita is one of those titles that bridges BL to a more, I don't even think it's, it's more of a gay, a homosexual, uh, story more than it is really BL. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, yeah, I definitely agree on what I love about it. And, um, how about you, Jocelyn? Do you have your series of, um, favorite authors? I think Anne said all my favorites. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, Anne took it all. We have nothing else to say. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they're really like, those are the women that are really at the top of the game right now. Like, they're just, they're putting out, they continue, they have from the beginning of their career just put out these amazing works that just continue to get better. Yeah. Um, lately I've been really interested in, uh, what's her name? Kumota. Yes. Haruko, I really, like, her stuff is sort of bubbling up into my consciousness, and I'm like, the rounded, like, kind of sweet look of her art belies her stories. Like, I'm just like, hey, this isn't as sweet and fluffy as I thought it was going to be. You're kind of edgy. I kind of like that. It's, it's, it's misleading. It's misleading. Yeah. I mean, um, Komota Haruko, I, I discovered her actually through... Uh, to a friend who's who's a big fan of her work and then I thought yeah I'll give it a try and it's crazy because this girl she writes all of these fluffy things she, it looks fluffy it looks yeah. sweet and then suddenly when she gets porny she gets porny and uh there's this she has a new work that came out um it's called Shinjuku Lucky Hole yeah, I've been hearing about that. It's, and I really it's want to check one. It out. It's one of my. It's one of my new favorites. I, when I had to sort out the mangas that I had to get, had to bring with me, like my safety blanket of manga, <laughs> to to Australia. It's like the first thing I popped in. It's um. It's a really good title, and I really wish somebody picks it up in English. 
hint, hint, somebody so, from Sublime, somebody from Digital Manga, I don't know. Preferably Sublime. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that title go to Sublime, actually. Yeah, because it's about the story. Then I can translate. Yeah, then you can translate it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interesting thing about it is it's about a gay... It's a um uh sorry an a gay AV idol. It's a story about yeah. a gay AV idol and it and how he goes you know it's his daily life and so on, um, and it's really hot. <laughs> 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 and I'm not gonna lie, I learned a lot from it. Um, <laughs> it's like so this is how the industry works. I see now. I mean another title that um well another author that i enjoyed it's not exactly getting um fame yet is nakamura asumiko oh uh, man i love her yeah um she's like this double-edged sword you know she she does really really funny stuff and then suddenly she does really really dark stuff and and the dark stuff were like um i'm not sure if you guys read double mints Yes, yeah. yes. I I don't think that I don't think the title will ever get licensed or something, because it can get quite violent and you know, but uh, and it's visually haunting. Ooh. But never know. Utsubora got licensed, and uh, maybe we'll see it. I know Vertical won't. <laughs> No, I've been teasing. Like I, 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 I've been teasing Ed about it. Uh, ever since he got Utsubara, it's like you better bring everything else. You better bring like the rest of her BL. And, like no, I no, never get. Talked to publishers about bringing over her other work, but it's really problematic because so much of it has like people who are underage or like the violence that you're mentioning. If we we can't like it just won't work in the North American market. In fact, it's illegal in the North American market. I was. At- I had my worries that I would actually be stopped at the Australian customs when I arrived here in Australia. And I had worried that they might check the thought, the stuff that I have. So I took out my favorite, like my favorite Nakamura Asumiko titles and put it in a box that will be sent later and might not be investigated by customs <laughs> in hopes that, you know, <laughs> in, See, you know what I'm talking yeah. about here. Then it's it's dangerous yeah. stuff. Yeah, probably the one of the more but problematic ones of the people we've mentioned. Anyway, more uh, you know, Basso and Yoshinaga Fumi draw characters that are very clearly adults. Yeah, you know, but but, yeah. but Nakamura Asumiko just you know, and it's actually worse. Um, I will tell you guys the result about this. Um, but there's this new anthology called um, Pink Gold Two. It's by Libre, and it's, again, a collection of artists um, that worked under Libre. It's in celebration of their 20th anniversary. Libre's already 20 years old. And, yeah, and um, the interesting thing there is, what you call this? Nakamura Asumiko drew the cover for Pink Gold 2. And it's really just in bubbles. You see an old guy and this chugakse, um, middle school kid. And in the story, it's actually... The senior year of his um, chugakse is around 15 or 16. And then I asked my friend to buy it for me because it's hard to get. It's only an animate-only thing. And then she showed me the postcard that comes with it. And it's quite like, oh, my God. This this will definitely implicate me if this gets sent to me. But... (laughs) Since I love this title, I I will update you guys if I receive it. My friend, my friend is sending me this entire person get get can get arrested box. Um, cause she's cause she currently did work on the twenty fourth, uh, the magnificent twenty four. Um, and uh, she has a box set of Kazetoki no Uta, and so she said, oh, I'll give oh. you, I'll give you that box set, and uh, I'll send you your pink gold. And I'm like, oh god. That's totally a box of arrestable books. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Anne, if I'm going to leave Australia soon, <laughs> I might be deported for materials. <laughs> but yeah, Nakamura Asumiko is also one of my favorite authors. Um, another one that's um, also has the same theme is Yoneda Ko. Oh yeah, I've translated a couple of hers. Um, yeah, she's doing she's doing Night S for Sublime. 
Which I'm surprised because, no, well, no, I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. I was surprised by that too because her other stuff in English is with uh, yeah. digital manga, right? Yeah, so they did this, um, yes, which is another violent, um, gangster kind <laughs> of story. I don't think they'll do, I, I'm hoping they'll also do, um, Sai Zurutori wa Habatakanai. Uh, it's, it's a connected story with one of the Night S characters. But it's still ongoing, so God knows when she'll finish that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, but she's also one of the more hardcore stuff. And then another one that I particularly enjoyed lately is, um, Inoue Sato. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him or her or her. Mostly. Have you guys heard of a male BL author? Um, no, wait, maybe. Yeah, there is one. I grabbed and I can't I don't have it right in front of me so I can't remember who it is but there is somebody who writes Bada normally who has written at least one BO oh. oh Takeshi is it Takeshi okay, Matsu maybe yes <laughs> sorry I can't remember <laughs> yeah. but yeah I was reading about it yeah and actually meant to pick up some of his BL stuff because that's quite interesting to me that a Bada author would publish in BL magazines yeah that's how Genjiro Tagame got his start you know right yeah the yeah super Bada artist who then like his stuff is so hardcore and like whoa not safe for reading anywhere but in your bedroom <laughs> And yeah, he was doing, all his stuff was like, uh, BL magazines when he first started out, like Junae and stuff. Oh really? Wow, that's a surprise. Yeah, 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 it was really, when I, when I found that out, I was like, what? Amazing. <laughs> but he, and he does stuff for like, uh, what is it, Nikuta? Yeah. Um, yeah, he does like crossover stuff like that, where it's like, bara, but with a large yaoi draw too. Mm. There's this, another artist, I thought at first when I read the work, it was a guy. Um, Okadaya Tetsuzo, uh, she's the one who's, who's done Man of Tango, or who's doing oh, Man of Tango, and right. it's really like, it, 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 it looks bara and so on, but she's a BL author. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it's the stuff that BL does. But, um, the, the author I'm talking about is called, uh, her name is Inoue Sato, and, um, she, mm-hmm. her, her current work is called Ten Dance. And um it's one of my favorite titles now is because it's about this um it's ten dance is this ballroom dancing thing. Um you have to know all of these ten dances and so on. And there's this one Latino dancer who wants to break in to the ten dance scene. And he gets instructed mm-hmm. by this guy who only knows nothing but the English, the waltzes and the foxtrots and so on. And so the two of them are working together to, you know, to conquer the ten dance circuit. It's so funny because, you know, they're like these two handsome guys. I've, I've used, I've, I've shown the cover in my website, but there's just two handsome guys dancing ballroom dance together. And, and it's cute because they interchange roles, mm-hmm. like, for when the Latin guy is teaching the English guy how to do the Latin dance, he has to, you know, he has to play the guy role. He has to lead right. the, the the English guy and, you know, tell him, you know, turn your hips this way. And he's like, crap. And then when it, when it, when it comes to the English guy, he has to lead the Latino guy. And, you know, they have this whole come closer and he presses his hip. Because I think there's this whole, your hip has to be attached to the other when you're doing waltz or something. And they're, and they're just like so close. And then nothing is happening. God damn it. For the, <laughs> entire, for the entire, at least for volume one, nothing happened. Other than them teasing every reader that they could, you know, be attracted to one another just by dancing. But that it's, it's sounds awesome. great. It sounds great. It's it's brilliant. It's I'm awesome. Totally check that out. That sounds really good. I like yeah, that yeah. tension. Like <laughs> I don't like it when they just jump right in. Like, hey, all right, these these people have known each other for ten minutes. Let's do it. I like the whole like, you know, let's build up. Let's see what's happening between these two people. Mm. Well, that said, what's the most or what's the craziest stories that you've ever read in BL? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I think I'm in. Huh? Yeah, just 
off the top of your head, what are the craziest stories that you've read? I think this might be on the top the top of my head just because I was just writing about it. But yeah, this book I translated, The Incredible Kintaro, that was effed up. That was like over the top in every single way. It's it's basically this guy Kintaro is super strong and his little like young charge Makoto is um is inheriting this academy from his grandfather who was like the owner principal or something. It's very weird. And uh everyone in school wants to be the in charge of this academy and it's just an all boys school and all the teachers try all these like evil plots to try and get this kid in the sack because that will somehow give them control over the academy. The details are never really spelled out, but it's basically like a really silly superhero movie or a comic that's not taking itself seriously at all with lots of hardcore pornographic action. <laughs> There's like a tentacle rape machine, like the bad, the evil scientist, science teacher, he builds a tentacle rape machine. Oh, it's to like already in my eyes. <laughs> it's so, it was just so ridiculous. And you're like, this cannot even be. And Makoto really is in love with Kintaro. Mm-hmm. And Kintaro's just like, I have to save Makoto. And for some reason, saving Makoto usually happens with no pants on. Like, <laughs> his pants will melt. Or like, there's a really great, like, synchronized swimming scene where they have to do this synchronized swim, but the, the baddies have replaced their swim trunks with something that melts in water. So as soon as they get in the water, they're like, oh no, our swim trunks. And they just do it naked anyway. <laughs> Okay, okay, I need to get this right now. <laughs> I need this longer <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's just so, it's so triple X and so funny at the same time. And I just have never seen anything like it. Like, it is definitely at the top of my what the fuck was that that I just read. List. How about you, Anne? Have you read anything that's like... Oh, I can't top that. <laughs> I have <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say something like maybe Equus by SM just because I never thought Sensor Yay, Yo. Yo. <laughs> But uh, that that I read ages ago, so now I haven't read anything recently that made me go like, what the fuck? I've never even imagined like somebody could write something as absurd as what Jocelyn just <laughs> described. But yeah, I mean... Centaur BL is surprisingly nice, you know? <laughs> so that was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> the craziest. Yeah, the Centaur Go, Sorry, um, go. The, 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 Centaur, the Centaur thing was just crazy, wasn't it? Um, the issue, there's an issue of On Blue. On Blue is a BL anthology, and they had a special STEM issue. Um, mm. And one of them was in, in congratulations for Hataraki Kentaros and Equus. And there's this, um, one of these authors, I forget her name right now, but, um, one of these authors spoke to Estem and she was like, Oh my God, I think your Sandra's thing is really awesome and it's really brilliant. But you know what would be more brilliant than that? Minotaurs. <laughs> and Estem's face, I, I just, Oh my god, it was crazy. Esther was like, what? And it's like, can you imagine the tension that you're stuck in a maze and you're going to find this minotaur who might actually do you and you can fall in love with him and you're going to have like crazy sex and, like, and, and I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for that author to still publish her minotaur idea. But yeah, th- that was a crazy idea. That, that was a crazy idea. Um, one of the craziest things I've read, well, uh, they've never been translated to English, and I wish, I, I don't know if it will either. Um, it's this old title called Chinsubu by Yamato Nase. It's, it's about this um, group of schoolboys who ended up going on a field trip somewhere, and they get into an accident, and somewhere along the way, um, their spirits or their bodies possess um, a guy's penis. <laughs> so, so there's this there's this guy who has this really big crush um, on on his on this other classmate, and he was so obsessed with him that 
he eventually um, possessed the guy's penis. And so one day he woke up and it's like, okay, why am I in his body? And so on and so forth. And it's the story is just them trying to find a way to get back to their bodies. And for one couple, they want to really get back together. I, I mean, get together in real life as real people, not between a guy and his penis. <laughs> and and it's funny because there are four guys. Two of them are comatose because their spirits are with the with the other two's penis. And penis. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll hold meetings inside the bathroom. They'll stick their penis out and like, guys, we have to do something about this. And the penis will talk. And then there's this one guy who has a penis that's a major nerd. He was a major nerd and. He would feel cold, so they gave him like a sweater or a muffler to keep him warm. Penis muffler. Yeah, a penis muffler, and it's amazing. And it's and it's really old. It's like ten it's ten years old or something. It's like two thousand three or something when it first came out, and it's and just traumatizing forever. And we're like, nothing can top that. I think that or the vibrator company, which is basically a story about vibrators, vibrator production and design. And then, and, yeah, that guys sexing each other up over vibrators. Yeah, definitely. That's that's just how it goes. But they're they're very concerned. <laughs> they're very concerned how optimal um, vibrators are. So, oh, I think I translated a porn like that once. Yeah, I think it, I think that 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 author was licensed, but I'm not sure if Vibrator Company was was licensed. Wait. Was that porn or was that BL? Maybe I translated this. It sounds really familiar. It's, it's like, BL. It's BL. All of these is BL. <laughs> I thought in my mind, I thought that the, the vibrator thing was a porn manga, but I think no, like hentai, but I think it was. It, I think it, I translated what you're talking about. The guy was like, um, he was this young guy just graduating from college, but he didn't, he couldn't get a job. Yeah. And he like answers this, uh, help wanted ad. And it turns out they want a president for the company and the company makes sex toys. Yes. Yeah, and the vice president keeps trying out all the sex toys on yes. him, and like, yeah, yeah, I totally translated. <laughs> oh my god, it's been, it's, it's, it's been. I forgot all about that. It's really old and it's crazy. I don't, I don't know anymore. I, I can't function. Um, no, but that was a really fun one. I would recommend that too for just like a really kind of fun, silly, lots of sex, but. Silly sex. <laughs> when 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 Fujoshis don't want to be intelligent, those are things. That yeah, that, yeah, that's really one of those books. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, if you want to be smart, yeah, go ahead, pick up a Yamashita Tomoko title, and you know, yeah. start thinking about smart things. I also like uh, Yamashita Tomoko. She has this. Um, it's I don't think it's been translated yet in English, but uh, it's called Hey, It's Me. It's about. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's about this guy who's so in love with himself. <laughs> and um and another guy who's in love with him because he's in love with himself. Something like that. And so it's it's really cute. But yeah, it's it's for the you know, it's it's for those moments when they want, want to feel smart and so on. So uh given all of these crazy things, so let's perhaps what else do you think would you like to see in BL? Are there Things that you think BL has not yet traversed or done? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anne, you're the scholar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would personally like to see more works like we discussed, uh, Kino Nani Tabeta, things that push the boundaries of what we think BL is and maybe are not I don't think there's anything wrong with BL that has sex in it, but maybe that you're not, it's more about the lives of homosexual characters still from the point of view of these female writers, but there's something else going on there. Maybe it's like Kino Nani Tabeta, you've got the food theme, or uh, I really am interested in stuff that really pushes boundaries of genre, I think. Mm -hmm. So, and that's kind of where we're headed, I believe, that, you know, all the authors that we discussed, many of them write um, 
Jose or Shoujo or even, you know, Bada or so. I think if they keep writing in all these different genres, we're going to be seeing more things that are not what we have come to think BL is, but I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree. Like having stuff like pushing those boundaries, it's been happening. Like all these artists are slowly pushing away from like the, you know, the hardcore definition of BL. As long as they're, and the thing is, you know, then you get into the question of what is BL? And that's like, whoa! It's a difficult question, yeah. Well, because like we were, you know, with, again, with Kino Nani Otabita, what, you know, we can say, oh, it's BL because, you know, Yoshinaga's BL, she's come up from BL and stuff. But it's also pretty gay, and it's also pretty, like, I don't know, in a way, ladies. Like, it's very, hey, here's this slice of life kind of friendly manga that doesn't really threaten anyone with anything, but is actually very subversive in a lot of ways. So it's BL, but it's not BL, and where do we draw that line? I think that it's becoming more and more blurred, that line between BL and non-BL manga. And I'm glad. Like, I'm totally glad, because that means people are reading more things that could technically be BL, which means people are going to pay more artists to do things that are BL and we get to read them. Yeah. Right. It's one of the things that, uh, for example, right now there's a new interest in, not really new, but uh, I met a scholar who she's researching on Fudanshi, guys who read BL. No. Um, and they're, they're not necessarily gay or anything. They're straight guys, but they're just the meek personality and so a lot of them become really good fans of BL because they enjoy, you know, the moment of fantasy of aggress- aggression and so on. Or or that they could actually connect with someone in a more subtle way. That's that's what the thesis scholar was trying to tell me. Um, yeah, that's it is. Fascinating. And, and you're right. The, the idea of um, lines being blurred in BL and... In, in, Particularly in shoujo manga. I mean, we started before with BL in shoujo manga. You had it was like Heart of Thomas, who was which was public, and they're not and they're mm-hmm. not you know in their own BL line. They were part of Margaret or Besides Margaret or something like that. And you still have writers who write BL who still contribute to titles, you know, to those kinds of magazines. And you just can't distinguish the lines anymore. Um, personally, I'd like to see BL. Um, embrace gay culture more openly. Right now, it's still kind of hesitating to do so. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm gay, kind of not, kind of yes. Uh, I'm gay for you. I'm gay for you. That's for sure. Um, but <laughs> so far, a lot of them have been apprehensive in embracing homosexual culture in Japan. Um, that's why a lot of Japanese mm. gay people feel like they can't connect. With that one, which is kind of weird because they will say, "I can connect to Ogenguro Tagame, uh, peace, but I can't connect with um, a Hidaka Shoko one or something." That 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 kind mm-hmm. of story. I think it's just because there's all that cultural baggage, you know, like like being gay in Japan is not just like. Oh, I just happened to meet this guy who's really awesome and I love him and now no one's opposing our union and we can like have as much sex as we want and no one will be bothered by that. It's still very difficult to be gay in Japan and BL totally glosses over that. Like it's completely hard for the most part. I mean, some artists, again, like Yoshinaga is sort of putting that out there. Like it's not easy to be gay the way BL portrays being gay. And I don't think, yeah, until we see more of a cultural acceptance in Japan of gayness, I don't think we're going to see that. I think right now it's easier for what lesbians to to come out or something, since it's, for example, like the Takarazuka couple that got married in Disneyland was like applauded for and. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's reaction still, but you know, people commended. They had to fight for. Right, though, you know, and, like, I mean, I've I've actually been, I spent a lot of time, like, looking into gay rights issues and stuff in Japan, and um, lesbians on the ground tell me it's totally harder to be a lesbian oh. because it's, they have, like, a really, like, negative visibility, you know, like, now, um, more and more in mainstream culture, you'll see gay men, yeah. right? 
Uh, even if it's an, a stereotypical portrayal, like the horrible horribleness that was hard gay, <laughs> you still have, right? It's bad. You still have gay men in the media, you know, and they're there. And you even have like, you know, transgender, yeah. you know, women, but you don't have lesbians. Like there aren't, like, when was the last time you saw a lesbian couple in yeah. any Japanese media? Other than beauty. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's actually harder to be lesbian. I don't know. I mean, this is obviously way off topic now, but I yeah. think until that culture in Japan of like accepting gay culture and gay people, we're not going to see that reflected in more realistic BL. Because mm, it is a fantasy, right? We want to escape it's, from the fact that we're persecuted for what we like. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's, it's a very difficult world, really. Mm. Um, I mean, I'd like to see it, as I said. I mean, it would be good. Oh, for sure. But, you know, even for me, when I speak with, like, when I do my research and speak with fellow Fujoshi, all of them would say, I don't like those smart stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just want them getting laid. I just want, I just want the porn. I mean, I get it, but you know, I'm not in it for that. And companies I, I'm are- on your side, Kirsten. I'm totally not. I mean, I like the porny aspects of it. Don't get me wrong. Hmm. But I really like seeing that the more the smarter stuff. I think that's why I gravitate to someone like SM. Like it's just, she's bringing up some interesting ideas that I want to engage with as well as look at beautiful men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for me, at the at the very least, I, I'd like. I mean, it's great to see BL changing. I mean, it's changed for forty years, um, and right now, it's probably changing manga as we speak. Maybe I don't know. It's it's definitely changing boys' love. That's for sure. I and think it's changing manga in a lot of ways. I mean, you have all these people who come up through BL now going out into other branches of like shoujo and saying it's not just go to from BL to shoujo or something. It's like you start mm-hmm. up in BL and you end up in all these other areas of manga. So it has to be having an effect. Yeah. 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 It's, I think the effect is a little more noticeable now because they're coming en masse. You know, you have Esther Basel. And Yamashita Tomoko publishing at Iki, Itan, and all of these places, and people notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think yeah, you're right about that. So Iki just published Red Blinds the Foolish. Really? Yeah, yeah, they did a new edition of Red Blinds the Foolish because of SM being published with Golandrina and Iki now, and the whole bullfighter connection. Wow. So it, I think it's pulling. You know, like BL is pulling people in by having these artists coming up from within and going out. So we're corrupting more people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> There's more for us! <laughs> that's good. Well, that's that's a good thing. So, um, any final notes? Any final recommendations? Like, what you're reading right now? What's on your shelf that you perhaps would like to read or recommend to some listeners or... Hopefully, we'll get licensed someday. Hmm. <laughs> I can't really recommend anything because I'm just rereading the same stuff from my thesis right now. <laughs> and I mentioned a lot of yeah. it. <laughs> Ready. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jocelyn? Um, I'm looking forward to getting the new SM BL when it arrives from Japan. <laughs> oh, what's, what's this new SM BL? It's, um, it's like some kind of politician thing. I can't really, I can't remember the title offhand, but I just saw it and I was like, oh, new SMBL order. <laughs> <laughs> and by order, I mean ask my friend who's in Japan right now to bring it back with him. So. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, what, but wait, there was the end part of that question that was really interesting to me and I've forgotten it. Um, anything that you'd like to see license if you're not. Oh, licensing. Oh, yeah, so much. I mean, basically everything we've already talked about, mm. right? Like Nakamura. Yeah. I would love to see you know, Tabeta, Nani Tabeta license because that would be amazing. And it would do so well because it talks to so many people. Why won't anyone license it? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, uh, okay, sorry. 
Yeah, same here. Same same feelings. I I'd like to see Komota Haruko be published. I think she'll she'll have a good reach with some of her safer titles. I think you're totally right. Yeah. I'd like to see her too. I'd like to see um yeah, some of my favorites, you know. I mean, they've already fulfilled uh what? Hidaka Shoko's Blue Morning, which is um it was voted as so- at least in Japan Chill Chill's best um BL manga series for 2012 yeah really i didn't know that it totally deserves yeah. it it's fascinating it's, I, I strongly recommend all fujoshi to read it uncomfortable as it is <laughs> in the beginning and and it is very uncomfortable even <laughs> i think even towards the end you just kind of get used to it after some while but if you get hooked but that's part of yeah. the story work is that that uncomfortable Tension, like there's always under the surface that sort of like ah. Yeah. And I, I haven't, I've read as far as volume four, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it end. But at the same time, oh my god, it's it's guys, you just have to read it. It's a really good story. Good morning. And Jocelyn is uh, the translator for that one too. So I am. I'm really lucky to be doing it. Oh, you oh. know who we forgot? Who I would like to see more of? Um, Sakai Kusama. Yeah, Kusama Sakai. but she's already I would love getting her work out, right? Yeah, she's got three out in English now, I think. Oh. I think, or maybe coming out soon. She has one out for sure right now, and then she has another two coming out. And I would love to see more of her stuff. I, I find her delightful. In Sublime, she has two. The Match Seller and, and the, the Bed of My Dear King. The Bed King. of My Dear King, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. I think she's so great. I don't know why. I don't know how well she's doing in English, but I hope she's doing well because her work is just fantastic. It's sort of charming, mm-hmm. um, and really like um, free feeling. Like her her drawing is really loose and like kind of energetic. And there's always this sort of feeling of like everyone's sort of ready to go and like oh, stuff's happening under the surface that I really enjoy. And her stories are always just not too sweet but kind of sweet but then sort of hard and then sort of like sexy she gets she hits all the beats in just the right way it's like read more of her people yeah. read her sakai kusama read her <laughs> yes so um thank you so much girls for this awesome time and i want to like go on forever and like guys have you read this have you read that have you oh my god you have to read this but um we're already like we've hit the one hour mark and um maybe next time i'll do this again i'll invite you girls again and we'll talk about more about bl and maybe something more specific so that you know we were not all over the place but it was so fun having jocelyn and Anne with us this for this hour and Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Yay.